OSL is the leading distributor of radiotherapy patient positioning equipment and physics QA products for the UK and Ireland, supplying both the NHS and private sectors. We currently have a busy event schedule and will be attending many conferences in the next few months and many of the regional study days. For a full list of where to meet us, please do get in touch. As well as our event schedule, we also have a busy product portfolio that has recently been updated to. This includes Sky Factory for state-of-the-art visual LED lighting. We have MyQA Ion and Ion RT from IBA for automated patient-specific QA for photon, electron and proton radiotherapy. And we also have MR Box from our AI suppliers at Therapanacea, allowing AI-powered MR-only workflows for a more consistent and high-quality planning pathway. For SGRT, we have a vast range of open-faced thermoplastic masks, as well as surface-guided compatible clear bolus from ClearSight, preventing any risk of interference between the skin surface and your SGRT solution. And as always, do not hesitate to get in touch to discuss your product and service requirements with our friendly and knowledgeable team. Our account and clinical specialists are from a radiotherapy and physics background, and we are more than happy to chat about the clinical benefits and the workflow of all of our products. Hello everyone and welcome to Rad Chat, the multi-award winning therapeutic radiographer-led oncology podcast. My name is Norman Joel Anderson and I'm joined by my fellow host Joe McNamara. Hi everyone. So we've got another wonderful guest here who's flown in all the way from America just to come on the episode. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself please? Absolutely. Well thank you guys for having me. Uh, my name is Morris Penn and I'm the president of Intellirad and we are a PAX provider globally. I do a lot here in the UK. And to be here at UKIO, uh, mostly to talk to you guys. Amazing. So, can you tell us a little bit about the company? What yeah. is it? What does it do? But for anyone who maybe doesn't understand PACS. Okay, absolutely, <laughs> Joe, for sure. One of the things that is really, really important, and I think we're seeing that throughout the um, uh, NHS, is the ability to take these images, we all kind of get imaging done, but then where does it go and who can use it? And one of the critical uh, items is getting it, but then after that, who interprets it? So as radiographers, you guys are intimately familiar with that workflow. And so what our company does is provides really the technology backbone that lets everybody collaborate, lets everybody visualize uh, those images and then be able to report them. And so that workflow is critical both to the private market as well as to the NHS. How different is healthcare here compared to America? So interestingly enough, as at some level it's very different, but more fundamentally it is uh, similar in the sense that some of the pressures that are happening here are happening, I think, globally, including in the United States. And what I would say that is, is tremendous pressure on capacity. Right now, the ability to provide healthcare, particularly equitably and globally, is under pressure everywhere. And we see that in the United States. Uh, there's disparities in care, there's, there's difficulty accessing for some. And I think it takes different forms and different systems, but I do think that theme is a global one. What do you think we should be doing to try and help? Them? adjust to some of those health inequalities? So, so I have a little bit of a, a maybe parochial point of view about that because I have dedicated so much of my life to the technology side of, of this. 
But I think technology does have a big role in being able to uh, bring more, uh, more agile. And right now, what I think we're seeing is a lot of innovation. One of the things that struck me yesterday, I had a chance to catch up with Dr. Malik, and he's the president of UKIO. And I said, what's special about the show? And he said, well, one of the things that's special this year is we want closer collaboration between clinicians and industry because we recognize that we need a lot of good ideas with a lot of innovation to try to solve some of the problems. So I don't know if it's something to do differently, but maybe just more of and kind of endorsing what I think a lot of people are thinking, which is maybe we all need to collaborate, bring some new ideas to the table, and there's a lot to be done. So I'm optimistic, but right now there are stories that make you nervous and, and you want to make sure that people get the care they need. What sort of stories make you nervous? Anytime you hear stories about people not getting the care they need in a timely way, that's hard. So if you hear about a parent in an emergency room waiting for a long time with a child, that makes you nervous. You hear stories about people who aren't getting the level of care they should get because somehow that's not available, that makes you of nervous is the right word, I know I used it, but maybe it's it's distressing, and that's what I think all of us are in this to try to make that. So Morris, I want to find out a little bit more about you. Yeah, for sure. So, what was your previous background? How did you come to be in the role that you're in now? So one of the things that's interesting, I think everybody in healthcare has a motivation that is uh, probably not strictly uh, commercial, even if you're on the business side of healthcare. And uh, I, I'm a father of four, and my son, when he was little, had uh, some, some challenges. And one of the things that was important in that was being able to, to move imaging around. And it was very difficult. And uh, I basically had to take a CD from you know clinic to clinic, and then it wouldn't work, and we'd have to redo the imaging, and then sometimes you just were at a loss. So we ended up building a company that uh, was dedicated to this solving this interoperability issue. And that company, we merged with Intellirad about 18 months ago, and the investors of that company, and the, some of whom are based here, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with HG Capital, but they're a, a, a big firm here in the, in the UK, really shared that vision. And one of the partners of that firm was also Dad. He had a son who had some health problems, and when we first met, that's really what we talked about. And so we have been uh, pursuing that vision of not just making our own children better, but obviously, and I think both are doing very well, but really the idea of being able to bring that to others. I think when you're invested personally, it makes it more or less of a business kind of mind, doesn't it? Yeah, I think for us it's been a very mission-driven uh, enterprise. We, we have a saying, I, I was asked one time, what is the culture in your company? And I said it is really to be uh, understand that we are part of the care team. And once you understand that, it's not a product anymore. There's a person at the end of the phone. There's a person at the end of, of, the, of the chain of events who might be a loved one. Certainly somebody's a loved one. But also you have a responsibility that goes beyond commercial. So what is it about you that's made you successful in business? Because I think... Lots of people have ideas in clinical. They might have maybe the personal um, story behind yep. why they maybe want to make changes. 
but you still have to have determination, resilience, you know, the the kind of grit to go, actually this is difficult, but I'm gonna keep going. So what do you think it is about you and what advice would you give to people who maybe are starting to think about that journey? So Joe, I think you said it very well. At the end of the day, when you look at um, startups, yeah. usually there's a good idea. So very few startups exist even if there isn't an idea. And then after that, you said the word grit. It is persistence and the ability not to quit. And the number one reason uh, companies fail is that at some point the people stop because it's too hard. Now there's a good idea, but there's been a reversal, it's been difficult, but um, you have to be willing to hang in there, which is easier said than done. And, uh, but if you have an idea, and typically you know that, like you, you kind of know that, if you don't stop, most of the time, oddly enough, you succeed. And it is really not stopping, which doesn't sound like great advice, it's like, really, that's it? But if you don't quit, you have a much higher chance of, of succeeding. So that's that's sort of what we we used to just say, don't quit. And that was our, uh, that was our mantra. <laughs> What's the best advice you've ever been given? Um, the best I've, advice I've ever been given has been, I, I always love a good sports uh, analogy or good sports saying. And the two I always got from some mentors that I had were one, which is related to the don't give up, which was, uh, I believe it was Wayne Gretzky, a famous American hockey player. And his saying was, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, which I like. And the other one I like quite a bit is uh, sort of on the opposite end of the spectrum, Mike Tyson, who used to say, everybody has a plan until they get hit. And both of those pieces of advice, I think, go a long way towards helping you through startup land because it's not going to be quite what you think, so you better have an ability to bounce back when you get hit. And the other is if you don't try, you'll never want it. What's next for the company? So for us, I think one of the big, one of the reasons why we're here is that uh, UK is a tremendous area of expansion for us, largely because the UK is going through a transformation in terms of how it's addressing access, how it's addressing capacity. There is a hunger for new technological solutions. The trusts are trying to understand insourcing. The private market is exploding. And that's really a big opportunity for us to be part of that. So it's as exciting an environment, I think, as, as you could find in the globe right now. And a lot of smart people in and out of the NHS are pounding away on this problem. Well, yeah, thank you for coming on. It's been very insightful about your leadership journey. Um, this has been great. And we'll try and send more people over to your stand. I really <laughs> love it. So now I know exactly why I came all this way. So thank you guys. This has thank been great. You. Thank, thank you. you.